Hey there. Oh, man. I'm trying to contain my excitement. Um, some news to share with you in just a second. Before I do, we are in a new series on the podcast. We're going to stay in it for a bit. I'll probably break it up with some episodes here and there that I'm just dying to share with you. But for now, the series that we're in is an interview style series with people that I've had the privilege of working with. And you're going to learn from them and their stories about what it means for them to live out a secure identity. And that will no doubt spill over into your life. So I look forward to you meeting these people. We also get to talk a little bit about the newest book, thestuckbook.com. So uh, what a fun way for these cool people to say yes and give of their time and energy to do these. Now, the thing that I'm really excited to tell you about before we get into this interview is that we've uh, publicly launched thesightshiftacademy.com, thesightshiftacademy.com. And what the Sightshift Academy is, it's a leadership academy, an online leadership academy. We launched it with six courses. So yeah, I am, uh, I've been a little busy lately. We poured a ton into this, whether you're beginner, intermediate, or advanced in managing yourself and others, in leading yourself and others, because those are, uh, you know, those are different. Uh, maybe you're beginner, intermediate, or advanced in your self-development and awareness and growing yourself as a human being, wherever you're at, will move you further in this academy. So you got to go check out the page, see how robust it is, see all that's going on there. Um, there's a ton. And that's where I'm really diving into now, developing content for that and then serving organizations that we've launched it to as they uh, let their teams and employees go through it. So look forward to hearing what you think about that, thesightshiftacademy.com. For now, let's jump into this interview and uh, look forward to hearing from you what you learned from it. Uh, Thanks for being here at the podcast. Peace. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. And we are in this fun series we've been doing where you get to meet people that I've been able to work with. I think they're interesting. I think they have something to offer. You're going to be inspired by them. So welcome to the show today, Bobby Hoxson. Bobby, what's up, dude? Glad to have you here, man. Thanks, man. Glad Glad to be on. Uh, so what we like to do as we uh, kick these interviews off, because you know Sightshift is all about performing, achieving, mission, blindly going after the goal, forgetting who you are. Uh, no, the opposite being true, uh, identity <laughs> before mission. So tell us something you just really like about yourself as we get to know you a little bit through this episode. Whew. What do I like about myself? Hmm. I would say, I would say what I like about myself is, is my ability to kind of just go after something without dwelling on it or overthinking it. Right. So I might have an idea and, you know, it could be a terrible idea, you know, so I might get into that idea and I might it might be terrible, but in my own brain, as long as I keep trying different ideas, try different things, right, that'll lead me to uh, to the right path. Yeah. I mean, you, I, I appreciate this about you. This was even before we hit the record button because we haven't been able to meet in person in a while. And, of course, you went through the 12 weeks to figure that shift out like a bit ago now. I can't remember the exact time. Yeah. It's over a year, right? Yeah. So yeah. Like, tons of stuff we could have kept caught up on and was excited to do so. But we jumped in and we immediately like started talking shop and you're like, all right, what's that? And because I know <laughs> you're a doer, you're like, go figure it out and execute it. And 
And, uh, uh, you know, there's so many cheesy quotes and some are cool quotes about like doing it imperfectly is better than not doing it. So, uh, exactly. Yeah. I love that you know that about yourself and you can accept that and you like it. That's so yeah. cool. Well, yeah. And sometimes it, it, sometimes it, it, you know, can be a bad thing, you know, but you know, as long as in my brain, as long as you're putting in the reps, you know, some of them might be bad and some of them might be, you know, a mistake, but you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, long term, um, I think that that way will kind of allow me to figure out, you know, what I really want to do. You know, I'm 24 years old, so I'm still trying to figure all that out. But what I appreciate is you're going after it going, let me reduce the, the pain so let me learn things that are going to get me there farther and faster. You can't accelerate. You can't, yes. you know, I, I, I think about it this way. There's not shortcuts, but there are accelerations. And yeah, totally. you're definitely one of those people that's like, I want to figure out what's the acceleration. So that we can get to know you better and those listening, tell us a little bit about your mission. Like for you, what is it that you're looking at saying, this is the thing that I want to get done in the world Maybe it's some of the lowercase M missions, different roles you fulfill and stuff you uh, are excited about. Maybe it's capital M missions, something that's really an overarching uh, focus to what you do. Yeah, um, this, that's funny. Um, me and uh, Alex, who uh, is my buddy and uh, also has gone through the 12-week program, we just had a conversation about this. And we were kind of talking about, you know, mission. He was kind of helping me kind of re-solidify what, what my mission was. Mm. Um, just because, you know, even from the 12 weeks when we did it over a year ago, I feel like a lot has changed and I know more will change. Um, but what I would say is, you know, just from what I've experienced myself, you know, coming up through sports when I was young, not really enjoying it, um, getting recruited to play in college and still not enjoying it and finding out that, you know, I was almost attached to the sport that I was playing. Yeah. And, you know, every single time, you know, anybody would interact with me, it was always about that sport, you know? So once I, you know, quit that sport and kind of went off and did my own thing, that was when I kind of realized, um, which you got to talk about in the 12 week program is, you know, your identity is not, you know, solidified or attached to what you do, mm. you know? So I'm a strength coach now. So I work with a lot of athletes, you know, and I see these athletes coming up, you know, some of them might have parents that are pushing hard, mm. you know? So one of the things that I really like to do is really get to know the athlete, um, outside of the sport that they play. Mm. So I would say, you know, right now in my life, it's about, you know, teaching athletes how to, you know, perform better, but at the same time, letting them know, maybe not directly, but letting them know that, you know, they are an individual or a person that, you know, is not attached to the sport that they play. Yeah. That's awesome. They're more than that sport. Um, yes. and what a cool place you get to be in seeing these students, not only helping them with the physical development, but then also this idea of they're 
mental game, their mindset, developing that so that they're not wrapped up in it, feeling like their identity's on the line and can perform at the highest level. And surely you never interact with parents that have wrapped up their identities in their kids' sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do I have stories? Oh, I bet. I'm the worst parent on the opposite other extreme. Like, I would be so fired up if my daughter quit gymnastics. It would be amazing. I would be like, yeah, you can quit halfway. I don't care about you finishing. Who cares yeah. if you let your team down? Um, <laughs> that's horrible, and, and I'm, I'm partially joking. But, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, it, uh, one thing I always think about, and I've always thought about, especially after I, you know, I quit the sport that I was playing in college, um, and then for anybody that doesn't know, I dropped out of college, um, is, uh, like, this thing that's always been going through my head is, you know, do what makes you happy. And that sounds really, really cliche. Um, but... Ever since I, you know, made that step and made changes in my life, you know, every single time I did make the decision that would make me happier, right, it, it opened up more opportunities, um, you know, along with that. So, yeah, right on. Well, I mean, and that's part of, I think, why, you know, the common denominator for me, like with Sight Shift, is the affinity with people like yourself. Who, you know, I'm 40, you're 24, and yet when you were going through the coaching, it's like it's like hanging with somebody that I enjoy being with because of that passionate ambition that says, let me chase after what's in me. And the thing yeah. that I like to say to people is, you know, don't think that just because you're chasing after what's in you, the whole thing is fun. It's fun to execute at a high level. It's not fun building the skills to get there. Uh, you can enjoy the process of building the skills, but at some point there's pain, Right. And of course, with yeah. what you do with strength training, it's like every rep doesn't feel good. It feels good to put in a good workout, right? It feels good exactly. to see the results, and it's that compound effect. So, yeah, that's awesome, man. So for you, the mission then is to what? How would you say that if you were to put it in your words? I would just say the mission is to, you know, allow people to discover, you know, what their actual mission is and, and detach that from, you know, or detach whatever they are doing in their life from, from their identity. Yeah. Um, because it was something that I went through, you know, so I have that personal, um, experience with feeling like, you know, if I don't perform well in X, then, you know, I suck as a human being. Yeah. Right on, right on. And currently doing that in strength training, also entrepreneurial pursuits, um, yes. You know, so everything you've ever attempted has always gone perfectly successful, correct? Yeah. More, <laughs> more on the opposite end of that. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's the thing that I think people listening to this, you, you know, can get, I think, from your story is that even at your space in life, because you've gone after things, you've collected more experience than sometimes people that are decades later because you've done it. You've said, let me go do it. And you didn't do it in necessarily these huge, stupid, risky ways. You do yeah. have uh, consequences that come from these risks. But, you know, when I was your age is when I made one of the biggest risks ever. And it did have a ton of dire consequences that I had to work through for a long time. And it did change my life. And, and I can look back on it and go, wow, this was an amazing experience. Um and it's going to be cool for you. I'm excited because you'll start seeing, especially as you hit like 
30, then 35, and then 40. And it's like, oh, I have like triple the amount of life experience of people that are my age. Yeah. Because you did that. Well, tell us some of the favorite parts for you of the communities or community that you get to serve. Oh, so, you know, the community I mainly serve is, is athletes, obviously, and then also adults. Um, I also work with adults as well. Um, and, and we kind of preface them as athletes too, cause we, we, uh, treat everybody like an athlete, but I mean, I would just say that the community I serve is so different in so many different ways, you know, like, you know, I might meet with one type of person at, you know, noon and then I'll meet with a completely different person at 7 PM. So I think that training has given me the experience and the ability to learn and interact with other people who, you know, come from different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I think it's just a, you know, it's a variety of people. So I, I think I just like the, the, the zest as you, as you could say in, um, in working with, you know, all those people. Yeah. The, Cause they're coming like you and saying, I want to grow, I want to develop. And the common denominator isn't age stage of life. It is the passion for growth. Exactly. Yeah. That's what totally lights me up. It's like I can jam with uh, a wide range of age and have a lot of fun because of that, that passion for growth. All right. Well, just to add some uh, like even more context and contour to the audience being able to connect with your journey and those listening, uh, I want you to be able to brag on yourself some and we'll talk vulnerably some. Where do you feel like right now like you're winning, like things are clicking? This can be life, business, personal, uh, whatever. Oh, okay. So let's go, I'll, I'll go personal first. So I, I recently got engaged, uh, last May. Um, yeah. And, um, and that's going, and, and just like that, that's going really well. You know, um, my fiance, you know, graduated college last May, she got a full-time job. So this, these, you know, since May until now, it's been us kind of figuring out this new life together, um, with both of us working full-time jobs. And I think we've done a really good job of it, making sure that we, you know, spend time together. Um, but also allow us, allowing us to, you know, focus on what we have to do at the same time. Um, you know, cause in my brain, we're so young, um, we can kind of do it all. If that makes sense. We don't have kids or, you know, we just have a dog. Um, and then professionally, Professionally, strength training, um, training athletes and all that is going really well. I mean, it's it's the best that it's ever been, you know, since I have trained. Um, I, I'm also getting more into mar the marketing side of everything, mm -hmm. right? So I'm running ads for a couple of different companies. I'm doing videos for a couple of different companies. Also a company that um, Alex, my buddy who also owns Peak, him and I are starting. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm around so many creatives, uh, um, just in my life in Columbus. Um, and you know that, so it's hard for me to be like, I am a marketer or I am a, you know, videographer, you know? So in my brain, I'm just kind of dabbling in everything and, and, uh, and just seeing where it takes me. Right on. I love it. Well, no doubt because of the connections, you're, going you're going farther faster you're learning from them but you're you're also doing it in different arenas um and that sometimes can be a slightly different skill set 
you know, at the scale yeah. of the reach and the impact I know you're shooting for. That's cool. Exactly. Well, what do you feel like right now has you excited or inspired uh, when you look out at, you know, life and mission and business and this is something you would want to reach for? What has me expi- inspired? Hmm. Hopefully not expired. We would have yeah, I'm not expiring. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What has me inspired? I, I mean, I just think like, I think the unknown has me expi- inspired. Um, I think that, you know, every morning I wake up, you know, because of the job that I have and because of the flexible routine, every day can be different. Mm. Um, and I think that waking up knowing that one, I have the ability to do what I want, what I want to do. And then two, having the freedom to do that is, is, uh, just inspiring to me just because, you know, Every day is different, and you never know the outcome, um, you know, when you get done with that day. Yeah. Does does waking up with that freedom ever scare you, shut you down, cause you to procrastinate? Oh. I would say that – no, I would, say, I would say most every morning I wake up ready to go. Obviously, I mean, I don't really like waking up super early. <laughs> I try to. Well, you train um, people super late too, relative yeah, to an average yeah. schedule. Exactly. Yeah. So I kind of split my day up in two halves. The first half of the day is mostly on the computer doing whatever I need to do. And then the second half of the day is training. Um, but no, I think I, I wake up every morning pretty, pretty stoked for the day. That's awesome. I, I feel like I do most of the time, I, I but I would say that my life kind of has these moments where, and I feel like it's probably three or four times a year where I've kind of like built up to go to the next level. Right. And, and that means like improving the, the business model of how I can impact more people or whatever. And just when I'm at these little crossroads and I would say little crossroads three or four times a year, little to medium, probably once a year, I have a big one. Right. And before those moments, I can feel a little bit of like the terror of yeah oh man my, i'm about to put myself out there at another level and you no, know yeah uh i heard paulo coelho the alchemist author talk about this like he like screws around farts around on the internet for a few hours procrastinates and then gets mad at himself and gets to work i would hate that like that would make me miserable definitely doesn't work for everybody but hearing that was uh you know permission giving yeah because it's like oh no. yeah, you know that that happens sometimes you feel that so what's cool about for where you're at is that and I feel that most days that you're feeling that in a consistent way. Yeah, no, I mean, like I, I wouldn't, yeah. And I would, I would, I would agree with you. You know, I think it's like, you know, if I'm, if I bring it back to like strength training or any type of training that is, you know, you have growth and then, and then you reach a plateau, you know, and then during that plateau, it just kind of sucks. You know, you're just kind of like, you know, pounding the pavement and nothing's really happening. And then, you know, but if you're consistent, you know, one day you wake up and everything's different, you know? So I, I would, I would agree. Like, I think that there are those days where you're just kind of like, you know, or, or spans of days, you know, maybe a week where you're just like, man, like, mm-hmm. is this going to go anywhere? Is this, you know, so yeah. Where do you feel like right now you're pounding the pavement? Where would you say like, I feel kind of stuck with this and, and I know I'll find a way through. I just haven't yet. Um, other than what I mean, you were I would telling say, me about with your, your dog and the issues that it's doing all over your apartment. 
No, I'm yeah. kidding. He, he didn't tell me that, people. <laughs> no, we actually, the funny thing is we, we just put up all the toys in the apartment so he wouldn't be squeaking and, and, and trying to get me to play with them. But, um, uh. yeah. But um, I would say that, you know, the, the company that Alex and I are, are, are building right now is, is one that, you know, requires consistency um, when you don't always see results every day. Um, so what we're creating is a, an athlete performance training platform um, online so that athletes who, who don't have the access to um, performance training can get them. Um, and we've got, you know, some pretty cool people on there, really great coaches, some pro athletes. Um, but I just think that, you know, when you, when you look at the, the model of it, you'd be like, Oh my gosh, everyone's going to jump on board with this. You know, um, when in reality, you know, with anything, that's never the case. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that just putting in the hours and being consistent, you know, being smart with it, um, and still keeping my priorities straight, you know, obviously, uh, this isn't, that's not my full-time job. So I have to, you know, juggle a few things to, to make sure that I'm not going overboard, which is one thing that I can, I can do, um, which I've gotten better at, but still a thing that I can get caught up in where I almost get obsessed with one thing and then I throw everything out the window. Yeah. Uh, you know, just cause I can remember us in the coaching and the identity fear and all that, it's normal for people with that kind of wiring, my kind of wiring, other people that I've worked with, to have the shiny new thing. Like, just yeah. obsessively go after that. And what I try to say is, you know, the new will wear off. Then what? How do we build substance and structure for our inspirations? So to have that awareness where you are, awesome. I mean, I feel like compounding uh, success or impact that I've had the last few years has be has come from building the substance and structure for my inspirations. So here I am, you know, 40, looking back at a few years of doing that, and you're doing that now. That's fantastic. Well, one of the Your things, help, man. Oh, dude, that means a ton. Thank you. Well, yeah. one of the things that was cool for me about doing these uh, interviews with people, not only introducing them uh, to those that listen to the Site Shift podcast, but also being able to jam about something new that I had come out. And so you were gracious enough to say, yeah, I'll do this interview with you, and we can talk about it. Uh, you got to check out the Stuck Book. Um, which is hard to believe. It's been out, I think, a month and a half now, something like that. I lose track of time. It's crazy. We're in 2018. That's insane. Um, so no doubt, uh, and we'll be we'll be fair in the interview, but we'll start off because uh, with the positive. No doubt, it always helps to do that when you've put your creation out there in the world, and you're like, oh. Uh, <laughs> so love to hear what you enjoyed uh, from the stuck book. Um, I, I think that. I liked it because I, because I, because I went through the 12 week program, it was almost like, and I, and I'm pretty sure this is, was the intent. It's like a, it's like a next level to, to what we went over in the 12 weeks. Am I correct? Yeah. I, I wrote it for, it's an entry bite sized piece for, for people that have never experienced anything with site shift or it's part two of figure that shift out. So figure that shift out is kind of yeah. like who you are. And this book is like, where, where are you? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and the funny thing is, is like, I remember you giving me that, um, what was it that you gave me? You gave me that notebook, right? Yeah. At the end of the, of the 12 week program. And it had the, the compass on it. Yep. 
Right. Totally. So I feel like that it, it kind of went back into that kind of like that the symbol of the different seasons involved. Um, and I just liked it because, it, you know, I was able to break down each season, you know, and and see the different seasons I was in in different areas of my life. Yeah. Which I think um, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Well, and I think for you, just knowing you, you tell me if this is wrong, because uh, we're all wired up different. It's knowing that if I'm in a winter season and I want to run towards fixing it with trying 17 things frantically, I need to hit the pause button and really figure this out. Exactly. And that's, and, and that is the one thing that, that I, uh, I am terrible at, you know, I'm terrible at, you know, slowing everything down and, 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 you know, telling myself that I need that, you know, um, I, I think one part in the book, it said like, you can't skip, you know, from winter to, you know, whatever, um, or fall from whatever. Um, and that's what I, you know, that's what I probably still try to do sometimes. Um, I, I'm a, I try, try not to anymore. Um, but yeah, allowing myself to slow down is something that, you know, is hard for me, but it's, it's, uh, you know, a work in progress. Oh yeah. I mean, I think for me, you know, there, there are leaders who know how to speed it up and there are leaders who know how to slow it down and we want to be the ones who do both. And so I look at like, there's some things I've sped up the last few years and, and, and it's working out great. There were some things that I've slowed down that intentionally haven't moved fast on that people are like, you need to do this. You need to do this. I'm like, not yet, not yet. I'm not ready. I don't have like the clear vision for it. And so I've waited and now that vision's there. That's what I was showing you on the call before we, uh, before we hit record. Yeah. Well, clearly when somebody sees that, they're going to be like, oh, this was like years in the making. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. You don't do that overnight. And, and I, I wouldn't be able to, uh, you know, have the, have the depth of impact if I would just rush through that. So yeah, it's awesome to hear that that connected with you. What do you feel like your greatest, uh, takeaway was as you read through it? I mean, I, w- I would go back on the, the, you know, slowing everything down, you know, the, I mean, I think that's just something that I need to like set as a reminder on my phone, like once a day, you know, um, the other thing that I really liked was, was what I said earlier was, you know, knowing that you can be in different seasons in different areas of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you can like become a singular focus and, and think to yourself that you're only in this state of mind or you're only in this, you know, stage in life when in reality you could be in, you know, multiple different stages in multiple different areas. Yeah. Which I think this is why adulting becomes so fearful for people because they're like, they want a simplicity that's not going to exist. So my hope is with this model to make peace of the complexity by saying, yeah, you can have, a complex life with 17 things going on, but this will help you calm down and know each of them are in a season. What season are they in? Um, awesome. Okay, well, to make it a fair interview about the book, was there any part you didn't like or didn't connect with or push against, challenge? I'm open for it. I won't cry like a baby in the corner on air. I might do it afterward, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I liked it. I liked it all. I mean, I think that anybody, you know... Obviously, if nobody's ever done anything with SideShift, they would get something out of this. Um, but if they have read Figure That Shift Out or or gone through the 12-week program, I think that it's just a, you know, an added bonus to um, the, 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 you know, the things that we've already learned through that. Um, 
and it goes a little bit more in depth with that. So I like that a lot. Awesome, man. Okay, so here's what we want to do for a few minutes. Thank you so much. It's very kind. We want to put you on the hot seat. So I'm going to return kindness with unkindness. No. Oh yeah, I like uh, that. and uh, just just to add a little three D color to your life, let us get to know you uh, some more in different ways. I'd love to hear about a recent idea that just has you lit up. You're super fired up, excited about it. Uh, you know, if you and Adam are going to have a late night chat and you're going to talk real fast about this, what's a book, podcast, resource, breakthrough, anything like that? Ooh. An idea that I've come up with, or just an idea? Just an idea, but it could be one you've come up with. Hmm. And I should reference this and say, because uh, I tend to work with visionary entrepreneurial people, yeah. you can't say cryptocurrency because that was like seven out of ten of was it season one or six. I, 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 actually, I, I actually thought about that, and then I was like, I'm not even going to say that because everybody is talking about it. <laughs> I will say I do own some, but I, yeah, I won't talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'm not going to be a crypto bro. Um, <laughs> oh man, what, what has got me fired up? We I mean, I just, think the, I, I think the anywhere, athlete, I mean, I think that really has me fired up right now. I mean, that's not a totally. brand new idea. It's something yeah. that we've been working on. Um, I just think that, you know, the way that we're approaching it is, is, is awesome. And it's, it's coming at more of the story and, we talk more about the process of everything um, in terms of the athletes that we bring on. So, you know, it gives it a, a different look um, on some of these athletes where, you know, most people might see like the glamour of being a professional athlete or, or wanting to become a professional athlete. But we kind of go more in depth of the hard work that it actually takes to, you know, become, you know, to, to get on your high school team or to get on your you know, um, an NCAA team or, or become a pro. So I think that's, that's, that's what has, has me fired up right now. That's awesome. Yeah. And you guys work with all three levels. So for people listening, you, you know, the, I think there's some credibility, uh, for you to grab a hold of and understand that, you know, the, the level of athletes they work with, if you're trying to do something great in your life to make a corollary, it's not about how much weight you can bench. It's about learning the, the process of it, shrinking those workouts yeah. down to those small movements and integrating them into a holistic view of the body. So, yeah, as you were talking about yeah. it before we hopped on the call, I was like, yeah, this is exciting. Um, yeah, and, and I, think that, I think that most people don't see the day-in and day-out struggle that some of these guys go through yeah. and girls go through. You know, I think that you know, it's, super, it's overlooked. Everyone just sees the game, you know, and, and people don't see the off-season and, and you know, just the you know, sheer motivation that they have to have on a daily basis to you know, continue to keep going is, is pretty crazy. And, and I think that's something that we want to kind of show to other young athletes, you know, just so that they don't have this like, you know, screwed up view of how it's going to, you know, how it's going to be or how they can get there. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I don't know if I told you about Sight Shift Athletes, but, you know, when we launched I know that, about it, yeah. Yeah, so when we launched that, it was like it's the same in every field. Even at professional sports level, you have the, the basketball players that show up to ride on their talent. You've got the basketball player, which would kind of be like the middle, middle pack players. You've got the bottom yep. level players even in professional sports that show up at with their talent but sabotage themselves 
And then you got the top level, right? Who ask for the game film, who are always going and uh, looking at how to get better. They know how to rest well, but they're still working on memorizing plays or whatever. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So you get an... uh, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say the, uh, a coach that I, I train, I train with, um, Vince Workman, he, he was NFL. He, uh, he always, um, says the quote, you know, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard, you know? So I think that, that kind of sums up the, you know, the gist of getting anywhere in sports or in, you know, life. Right on. Okay. So you get an unexpected free day, free afternoon, Right nobody's going to judge you. It's your time. What would you go do? Ooh, I would probably fidget around on my computer all day long. Actually, (laughs) I'd probably, I would probably like end up investigating or exploring like 20 different things or, you know, getting fixated on one thing, you know? Yeah. That's my, uh, it sounds weird, but that's like my, it's like my, uh, my happy space is like, when I can zone out and just kind of see what's out there, really. Dude, I, I dig it, man. I can't imagine a response that's going to bring this out on any podcast episode, but I'll go ahead and say it. I'm always like, what's the next? I'm not looking for it. I'm like, what's the next thing that I'm wanting to research when I have some little bit of time? And yeah. Recently, I've been trying to understand more about some philosophy between Plato and Socrates and some stuff they didn't agree on that I think has implications for today. And I'm just like, if anybody saw yeah. that search history, they'd be like, what a weirdo. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, he's either a, yeah, he's either a psycho or he's, he's a wannabe philosopher. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. So, uh, this is your chance as we close down to fly your freak flag a little bit, something I'd like to hear about something that you're into that a lot of people around you just wouldn't get, you know, I joke about my zero drop shoes and, uh, but for you, what would be that thing that you're like, Oh man, I'm, I geek out on this. I'm like passionate about it. Don't get me started or I'm going to keep going. Uh, what would mm. that do for you? Oh man, that, that, there's a lot of things, probably some things I'm not going to bring up on here, but (laughs) I think, uh, I think, uh, one thing that I've really gotten into is, uh, this is going to sound weird is spicy stuff, hot, like hot sauce. Um, which sounds weird, but geeking out on like, I don't know if anyone's hot. Yeah, I mean, so I'll give it some context because if we leave it like that, people will be like, man, this guy's weird. <laughs> um, so there's a YouTube channel, um, and it's called Hot Ones. Um, and basically what it is is basically a, a talk show where they bring on, you know, musicians, celebrities, and they, and they you know, it's him, it's, it's the host and the celebrity, and they go through one wing at a time. I think it's like seven wings, and they progressively get hotter and every wing that they eat, they have to answer a question. So, I mean, some of these spices are, or hot sauces are, are ridiculous. It's like 2 million Scoville units is like the last one. Um, but it's really cool because it's almost like the spice breaks down the wall that these celebrities or musicians might have because it's so spicy. And they end up saying things that they would maybe never say in a regular interview, not bad, but just open up a little bit more. Um, so ever since I started watching that, um, I've been really into, uh, trying different, uh, hot sauces. And to give you context, I, you know, I'm horrible with hot sauce. 
uh, or spicy things. So these past probably, I don't know, four or five months, I've been building up my tolerance, um, which I didn't think was possible, but it, it really is. I mean, it's gotten to the point where my fiance bought me like little, uh, I'm looking at them right now at my desk, little like hot sauce bottles, um, with ridiculous names on them. Um, so this is yeah, the current so obsession. I, I, I love it. Yeah. Dude, being bald, if I eat stuff like that, I can wipe a napkin on my top of my head. It's just wet. I should say being bald and going oh, to the really? sauna almost every day because, you know, the sweat factor is See, real. It's, it's not the sweat for me. It's, it's, the, uh, it's, the, um, it's the tongue. The tongue destroys me with really, really hot stuff, and I can't. You know, once it, once my tongue is totally gone, it's it's not coming back. So, if anybody who's listening has uh, any training recommendations, let me know. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. So, where would they hit you up at? If people want to engage more from Bobby's Life World, what would you point them to? Um, yeah. So, so my I mean my Instagram and my Twitter are Bobby Hoxon underscore. Um, spell that for him real quick. You spell that J O C S O N. So B O B B Y. J O C S O N underscore. Um, and if you want to go check out the anywhere athlete, that is the anywhere athlete.com. Um, and then if you want to check out our training space that we all train at, um, that's peak human performance.us. Rock on. That's awesome, man. Anything else you'd want to say to folks before we sign off? No, just do what makes you happy. Right on, man. Thanks for being a part of the show. Those listening, hopefully you can uh, grab a hold of that solid piece of inspiration that we got in multiple places throughout this episode. Specifically, my mind goes to what it means to not just ride on the talent, but put in the work. It's both and. Uh, Have an awesome day, everybody. Peace.